Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here, and welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for this week. I wanted to focus today's episode on the things that I'm currently doing. I'm conscious that I've been talking a lot about techniques and strategies and stuff like that that you could be focusing your business on now, particularly as we go through COVID-19 and this unprecedented time of uncertainty. And I've, you know, thrown stuff out there. I'm doing Monday night lives for the Scale Up Your Business community on Facebook. Lots of different content going out there, but I'm I'm conscious I haven't sort of stepped back a little bit and shared with you what I'm doing in my businesses. As you know, we've got a number of businesses, myself and my business partner. The two main ones that we focus on are around education and consultancy, particularly helping investor-backed businesses um, go from good to great. But if I think back about kind of, you know, this, we've been doing this now for a couple of months, this whole COVID thing, what, what exactly are the steps that I've done? And there are seven things, seven things that I've been doing. So today's 15 minutes to action is seven tips that I'm doing in my businesses and have been doing in my businesses to give myself, um, my employees, my customers, everyone, the best possibility for growth and scale once things start to become more normal again. And let's be clear, they won't become exactly the same, but there'll be certainly a change and things will come back. They'll bounce back. I think they'll slingshot back once people are starting to feel some confidence again. Okay, so here we go. 15 minutes to action. These are the six, sorry, the seven things that I am doing. So the first one is I'm stopping and thinking. What, Nick? You, you, what, you're not hustling? No, I'm stopping in the thinking. And this is tough for me. I'll be really honest. I like to move. I like to get things happening. But I am stopping. And I'm stopping because I need to know how the world is going to change as a result of all this stuff. Now, I'm not, you know, some guru who can predict the future. Of course, I'm not. But there's enough evidence of things out there at the moment which makes me have some insights. And those insights are what I'm reflecting on because I want to see how those insights are going to inform or inspire me to pivot things that I may have been doing previously that may not serve me in the future. Okay. So to be clear on that, the question that I'm asking myself is how can I adapt and again, to frame that, let, let's talk about, you know, what's been happening recently. You know, most people are running businesses from home. You know, most people who have been employed are obviously not going into work. You've got companies like Twitter saying, well, you know, we don't really expect you to ever come back to a place of work. You can work from home now from now on. Now, that's huge. You think about it. That is absolutely huge because that starts to change the dynamic of of how a lot of people have up until now thought about work. Now, entrepreneurs have had the gift of this for years because we get to pick and choose our own hours and that has its pros and cons. But people who have worked in large corporations, they may have a new level of flexibility that was kind of there before COVID, but 
when you jump forward, it's going to be a new, a new place and a new level of expectation, potentially a new level of freedom, depending on how you play with it. So, so I'm thinking about, okay, my businesses, you know, I, I, I bring in specialists to help fix up problems in other people's businesses. How many more specialists are going to be available to me to be able to partner with, to JV with, to be able to put into organizations to help? So I need to think about my resourcing model. So I'm this. How how can I adapt? How can I make the most of what I think is going to come? Is the first thing I'm doing, and I'm doing it across all my businesses, buying and selling businesses, everything, just so that I've got the best. I give myself the time is probably the way to put it. The, I give myself the time to really think about what I think the next phase is going to be. So if you're not doing that, book thinking time in your diary every single week. It doesn't have to be any more than an hour. I do it on a Fridays, but even have it in a block, a block called thinking time and, and have some questions set up in advance. The second thing, and I've talked about this probably enough, is know your numbers. Call it super tight. Don't, don't be the person who's too optimistic or the person who is too pessimistic if you're a business leader. You have to be as realistic as possible. We talked a lot about cash flow, so I'm not going to go into what I've said before about creating runway. I think most people who are now in the midst of this understand the importance of cash. It's like up there with the top five things that cause businesses to fail, if not the number one thing. So I'm expecting that you've done everything you can on the runway. But what I'm talking about now is know how your metrics are going to pivot and change. There might be a new way of acquiring customers as a result of this. There might be a new way of thinking about revenue. Something that I have I've done quite a lot recently is I've looked at what am I trying to do in an annualized fashion in terms of revenue. I've taken 70% of that figure. Let's say it's a million um, pounds or dollars I want to achieve in a business in a year. I break that down to 70% of that figure, so 700,000 pounds or dollars. And then I work out in the 40 weeks that I have available in any given year in a 12-month cycle, what's the amount of money that I need to generate per week? So that gets me laser focused on my sales target. So I'm not trying to look at a big number like, you know, a million. I'm working down to stuff that is absolutely focused and achievable. And then I can take action on a weekly basis. So it's that level of granularity that you need to get to in your numbers. And of course, as we look forward, those numbers that you were projecting might be less than what they were previously, but it doesn't matter. You still need to do the work and have the methodology and the cadence around those things. So the second point is absolutely know your numbers to a level of detail that you've probably never even thought of before. And anyone out there who's going, oh, yeah, I know my numbers. I look at them on a weekly basis. Or I look at them monthly. No, no. I'm talking about daily metrics, being very comfortable that you know that every day is important. A week is, is a long time now and things are speeding up. So you need to get very intentional on a daily basis on the things that are going to be really important now and in the future with your business. The third thing is, is, is it the most important? It's, it's up there. It's, it's making the tough decisions now. Okay, make the tough decisions now. It's much harder to do that later on. So if you know that you need to make cuts, uh, you need to change processes, whatever you think it's going to be, as a leader, it is your right, it is your responsibility to do that. So you may be saying, oh, yeah, but I don't know how things are going to happen. I don't think know what's going to change. You know, I, I can't predict that. But there are certain things that you know. I know that you've got things that you know you need to do now, but you're not doing them. Don't leave it too late. The one thing I've reflected on across all of this last few weeks and months is, the, is this thing around pace of change. You know, if you let something slip, 
maybe a few years ago, letting it slip for a couple of weeks here or a couple of months there didn't really hurt you that much. But you know what? If you do that now, I think it is going to hurt. So make those decisions. Don't hold back. And, you know, sometimes you may make the wrong decision, but it's still better to take action than not. Okay. The fourth one is get help. Get help. There are people out there who have been through this before. There are people out there who have gone through the 1987 crash, 9-11. There was the tech bubble in the early 2000s. There was the 2008 crash. So we're not talking about someone who's gone through COVID before, and we're not talking about someone who's gone through necessarily a world war or another big global catastrophe. But from an economic perspective, there have been massive challenges that have hit us beforehand. And there are people who have gone through them. So in your network, I know today there will be people who you could reach out to, have a 15 minute conversation and just say, hey, listen, you know, you you survived through that tough time. You know, you, you got through the 2008 crash. Perhaps you even launched a business at that time what did you do? You know, what, what, are, what is your advice? Because even though COVID's different, I don't personally believe it's fundamentally different. I don't think this is like the end of everything. It's just another thing. And if you look at cycles of recessions and all that, they come in cycles. And this is just happens to be the thing that's hit us at this particular time. So my advice on this one is go and speak to people. Whether you go and get a mentor or your paid coach or whatever, that's a different thing. That's an investment. This is about just getting in front of people who you think can help. The worst thing you can do is stay in your head and try and stay in your own environment for this stuff when all of the answers to the questions you have are probably out there with people you know or certainly people you can get access to. Okay, so that's the fourth one, get help. Number five is test and trial. Test and trial. This is the best time to test and trial. Brainstorm solutions. Do stuff that you've been thinking about but haven't done because you've been so focused on a certain course of action. Particularly with marketing and sales, if you've got new customers that may be more attractive now because what you offer, you know, let's say it's in a sector. Let's say, for example, there are certain sectors like online retail and online education that are flying, but you've never tested your product or service or solution with that market before. Why not now? Why not try that now? Because, you know, they're growing. I've got some clients who are flying. They're saying that they're getting record numbers of sales. And then I've got other clients who are close to businesses closing because the market shifted so much. If your core customer is not, you know, if you've got someone who's like either in the middle of all that, so they're not kind of doing well, they're not getting better, then you're going to keep in a very stasis way. You know, you're going to go backwards. You're not going to grow because they're going to still be feeling a level of uncertainty. If you've got customers that are closing, then you definitely need to pivot. And the question I've got for you is how many of your customers, if you look across the, the ecosystem that you've built, how many of them are doing really well right now because they are the ones that are probably going to have the uh, the investment to be able to pay you for services and solutions. And the other thing to think about is if you haven't got a product or service that can help the markets and the sectors that are growing, now's the time to create one. Low cost, test, trial, see if there's going to be something that works. You know, a few people say, yes, that's what you want. Then you can start to scale it. But again, lots of businesses through change and transition have not only started, but a lot of them have pivoted as well. And so it's a great time to test things out. I make it my my belief in my businesses to be testing something every single week. They can be big tests and small. The big tests tend to be campaigns. But it, right now, if I look across the main businesses that I'm focused on, I've got nothing short of 20 or 30 tests running right now. Pricing tests, social media marketing tests, 
product tests, everything. It, it, it's, it's quite complex when I look at it, but you know what? I know that from those 20, 20 to 30 tests, I'm going to get some nuggets of gold out of that. And that's going to help me massively slingshot back in the future. Okay, still with me? So that one is the fifth one. The sixth one, and this is a personal one, okay? This is about, I'm going to coin a little bit of um, Tony Robbins here. Um, you need to get yourself into a, into a beautiful state. You need to work on your psychology and your emotions. I often say the quality of your life is the quality of your decisions and how you manage your emotions. And that's coined from some of the stuff I've learned from Jim Rohn and from Tony Robbins. And it's so true because what happens, the, the kind of impact or you've like the, the thing that happens to you is, is what it is. It's how you respond to that. So I think the, the, the equation was the event is the event. The response is something you control, and that equals the outcome. So that's why you're seeing right now a lot of people in huge amounts of fear and uncertainty and not doing much, and they're overwhelmed and they're stressed. And you're seeing other people who are flying. And you've got other people in the middle who haven't made the choice. And that's, you know, as I said, not judging anyone. It's totally understandable. But the more that you can have your emotions in, in check, realize that this is just a phase, realize that there is going to be a future, almost surrender to it, surrender to what's going on there's a great book by michael singer called the surrender experiment which is about letting life happen and just showing up and being present and right now that's an amazing i suppose um example of what i mean by this beautiful state yeah just you showing up in the best version of you now to give you a tip on this and this is something i do so again these are the these are the seven things that i'm doing right now gratitude morning gratitude five minute journal meditating on gratitude that i do every single morning and quite often i'm doing it twice a day twice a day now only 10 minutes each time sort of in the morning and then sort of late afternoon and that's just to connect me that i am grateful for everything that i have in my life and you kind of i know some of you come into this podcast and know me kind of get that i talk about this some of you who are probably listening to this for the first time and going oh what's he on about but trust me the more that you can work on yourself and your identity, it's going to be a key part of how you lead and most importantly, how you show up, how you take action. And that is going to give you the best chance to fly when things start to improve again. Okay, so really work on that. Gratitude is the, um, is the antidote of fear, as it's often said. And that's the one thing I would advise you to do, whether it be meditation or a five-minute journal, have a look for the five-minute journal app. It's a fantastic resource. It will just connect you with what's important. Okay? And as we get to our final minute of 15 minutes to action, the last thing I'm doing is offering value, adding value more than I ever have before. The mantra I have here is serve, serve, serve. In fact, my coach said to me that if you create something once a day, could be like a podcast or you serve someone one of my clients or other people once a day if i do one of those things each a day then my day is done okay to create and to serve but right now add as much value as you can put as much out there because if you do it again without expectation you do it from your heart you do it because you genuinely want to help your customers your clients your employees people will remember this is the opportunity. And the reason it stands out so much is because a lot of people aren't doing it. They're living in this state of fear and they're not doing enough to try and help people. You will feel better. You will grow. Your business in the future will grow. So don't think that you're just doing it in a serendipitous kind of way or, you know, it's kind of one of these things that actually I'm just, you know, I'm going to help people. You know, there is a, there is a means to an end, but I can tell you now it's going to help you. It's going to help your business and it's going to help the community and get everyone shifting again, which is important. 
Okay, so that's it. We are at 15 minutes. So they are the seven things just to run through again. So first, it's about thinking about how the world is going to change and how I need to adapt. It's about knowing your numbers. It's about making the tough decisions now, not procrastinating, not doing them later. It's about reaching out and getting help. It's about brainstorming different solutions and testing, testing, testing. It's about working on yourself and making sure that you're showing up in the most amazing state that you possibly can, managing your emotions and being grateful and present. And it's about adding value like you've never added value before. Okay, that's what I'm doing. They are the seven things that I've done. And I've got to be honest, things are really, really going well. As I, as I adopt those things, they're going very, very well. And I can see a very, very bright future. And I'd like to have the same for you. So as I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Take action now. Bye.